Let's talk more about this in a moment. We've yeah. got to get to Gary Birkenshaw. Uh, we'll talk some cricket. Burko, good morning, mate. We come to you after the Aussies game against England was a washout last night, unfortunately. The big result this week, though, is England going down to Ireland. Uh, tell us more. Good morning, mate. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Yeah, we're well. What, what were your thoughts of the massive upset? And I believe it's under the, is it the Duckworth-Lewis system where England go down against the Irish? Yeah, Duckworth Lewis system. Eh? It certainly come out and uh, it had certainly had an impact on on the World Cup, with no doubt, no doubt about it. Uh, Ireland being in front by five runs, England unable to get back out in the field. And look, I think for anyone who's um, you know, watching the game, I think England were going to go on and win that game. Mo and Ali was really staying, hit the ball really well. But as I said, if you don't watch the calculator while you're in batting with rain about, you could end up on the wrong side of it. And that's that's what happened. It certainly brought. Uh, the World Cup alive and certainly kept Australia's hopes very much alive with that result. Yeah, it certainly has, Burke. Like, it's such an interesting pool when you look at, you know, the permutations now. Obviously, Australia, they really need to play their two remaining games um, and get victories. And I would suggest they need to be uh, very good victories because their net run rate is uh, very poor at the moment when you can consider where the other teams are at. Um, England obviously have to take on New Zealand at some stage. That is going to be a massive game. And there are so many permutations that can take place uh, in this 2020 format uh, to get down to the uh, knockout stage. Sorry. Yeah, look, yeah, you're right there, Butch. And, and look, and I, I think Australia's chance in the World Cup will, will really come down to the New Zealand-England game. You know, New Zealand mm. beat England, Australia should go through because they've got to play Ireland and Afghanistan. I think because Australia was so poor last Saturday night, I think they're really going to struggle to make up to make up that run rate, given the fact that, that England and New Zealand also have still got to play some of those, the lesser sides as well. So, um, so for them to, to suffer a significant uh, net run rate loss and from where they're coming from now, I think the only way Australia will get through is if New Zealand can, can beat England. Yeah, it's been hard to follow, hasn't it, boys, because of these rain delays and matches being abandoned. Would you agree, Burko? Oh, without a doubt, yeah, it's just the, the nature of where we are in this, this country at the moment. There's just so much rain about and Yeah, just trying to get continuity of games. It's even hard to follow as, uh, as, a, you know, as, a, as a keen watcher that I am. And, but one thing that's really come to focus, and, and it's one thing that I, I think that, that the organisers will address moving forward, is the fact that we're having double headers at, at the same venues on the same day. So we're having double washouts. That, I think, is probably mm. uh, is, a, is a big issue. You know, we had two games in Melbourne, both got washed out. We played in Sydney. One played, one got washed out. So I think, I think the idea is a great idea to have the double headers for the crowds and everything like that. But I think moving forward, I, I can't see it probably happening again, to be honest. And we're talking to Gary Birkenshaw about Central Coast cricket. And Guru, is it correct there were five hat-tricks last weekend, including a double hat-trick in Central Coast cricket? Yeah, amazing day last Saturday. Yeah, five, five hat-tricks across juniors and seniors and, and male and female. Kerry Seymour took a hat-trick for Northern Power in the in the women's first-grade competition. And Adam Walsh from Narara in the third grade took took four wickets in four balls across two overs. So he took uh, he took three three weeks, got the hat-trick in, uh, at the end of one over and then took a wicket with the first ball of his of the next over. And ironic, Steve, you'll love this. So the, the match was actually being live-streamed. Uh, the third-grade game, Lizro live streaming the game and they got Adam Walsh's first wicket and got the fourth wicket. Missed the second and third wicket because the, the streaming went down. So, uh, so he's a bit with that, Walshie. But uh, no, quite amazing. Five hatchets on, on one day. And plenty of runs being scored, mate, uh, over the weekend. A big ton. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a 
big uh, big tub by Braden Smith uh, playing for Warner Vale six straight so I guess 128 off 94 balls but probably quite amazing is he's hit 19 fours and four sixes so he's actually got a hundred a hundred of his 128 in boundaries so which is which is quite amazing but um, didn't like to do a lot of running but out of his 94 balls you also look there and say he, he scored 100 off 23 balls so he's a bit slow for the rest of it just uh, so, play around but so, a good a good knock in any case but the other one as well who started the season in great form is, is Brock Hardy from the entrance probably one of the, mm. the best players that we've got running around the coast at the moment only a, a young player but he, he got 100 in, in round one game against King Cumber of Oka, and he's currently 53 not out against Southern Spirit today so well on track for, to make it back to back 100 so he started very well also yeah, what can you tell us about where these games are at as we head into uh, day two in first grade? Yeah, yeah. Look, it's been a, been a pretty interrupted start of the season. Uh, we we only got two results uh, in round one, but round two we got four games started last weekend, and you know, Northern Power they're, they're sitting really well at the moment. Northern Power in the entrance, both sitting well. They've they've gained first innings victories already. Northern Power bowled. Um, Brisbane Water out for 47 last week with Dave Mullen taking 5 for 17 and Hayden Murphy 4 for 4 and that's 7 for 191 now so so they'll push very strongly for outright points there while over at Rogers Park uh, the entrance bowled Woi Woi out for 88 Connor Haddo uh, a young left arm spinner come over from England he's taken 5 wickets consecutive 5 wicket haul for, for Connor and they didn't reply the, the three for, 5 for 108 sorry the entrance so they'll also be pushing for an outright result uh, Wyong are playing King Cumber. Wyong got 141, and they've got King Cumber three for 47. So that'll be a very, very uh, interesting finish there. King Cumber had a first round loss to to the entrance, so I'll be trying keen to get some points out of out of that game as well. And another interesting clash is Narara versus Terrigal. Narara, uh, they declared last week they got uh, seven for 177, and, and they declared Andy Ryan, the, the veteran of Central Coast cricket, he got 80, and James Smith, the captain, got 57. But they struck late as well and got uh, one of the leading bats, Lloyd Radcliffe, out, uh, out for Terrigal Matcham. So they'll resume at one for eight. So uh, that'll be a, a very interesting contest as well. And the final game, uh, Vale versus Lisro, they didn't get on last week up at Lungara. So, so they'll, they'll play today trying to, to generate some points and get a result out of that over today. But interesting, interesting setup so far. Only two winners, the entrance and Brisbane Water. So I think in the early part, the entrance certainly looking to be, a, be the benchmark. Well, it's going to be great that uh, with the weather the way it is that we're going to see some action today, which is fantastic. Burke, I want to go back to the T20, and we saw Zimbabwe upset South Africa the other night. But I, I want to touch on the Australian side and, um, you know, with the, the form of Aaron Finch or lack of form for Aaron Finch, and he, he said it himself the other day after his knock, I think it was 31 from 42 balls, that he just wasn't seeing the ball and couldn't hit it and all these things. That's got to be concerning, you know, going into a game, well, they were going into a game against England where it was almost do or die. Um, and then there's talk about, you know, Pat Cummings and whether he should be dropped uh, for Cameron Green. Um, yeah, it's not a side that is in good form at the moment and as reigning champions, uh, they're in a tough predicament. Yeah, you're right there. And, and look, yeah, Australia made the call 12 months ago after they won the T20 World Cup and they've backed Aaron Finch in since. And I don't think Aaron Finch has scored a run since. So mm. at the moment, I think it's a real, it's a real liability they're carrying. That they, 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 you know, I think they really need Steve Smith to be in that middle order. I think it showed against yep. um, showed against New Zealand the other night. Is that it's all it's all firepower through the middle, no substance, and the winner they come off all right. Mark Stone has got him over the line against Sri Lanka, but you need that anchor in the middle and. And yeah, you know, I, I, I 
hate to see him bring Steve Smith in and drop Tim David to do that. I think it's the opening spot that they've got to do, but they're not going to drop Aaron Finch now. They, they made that call, but you speak about the bowling, like their best T20 bowler is not even getting a game, and they, they talk about bringing Cameron Green in, but Kane Richardson over a number of years has been oh, their yeah. best T20 bowler, yeah. and and yet we're, we're playing we're playing our test bowling attack, and, and you know we've, we've evolved our batting and, and changed our batting line, but our bowling we're still using our test bowling lineup, and and you know it's um, you know and they they tend to go the distance when when pressure's applied, that's all. Three of those bowls, test bowling length, which is fantastic test level, but they're all going for runs at the moment. Even Josh Hazelwood, he, he, he can go for 20 runs and over, which they all can do in T20 cricket, I get that. But Kane Richardson has developed a real good skill set. He's more focused on the T20 game, and he certainly should be in our bowling attack, and, and Steve Smith should definitely be in the batting lineup. Uh, the, you know, what it does show, Burko, is that, you know, it's a specific style of cricket now, this T20 game. Um, and, you know, I guess in the past, when it first was introduced, you just expected the, the same players to, you know, the test players, the one-dayers, to be able to play and, and convert to T20 style. But it's a specific skill set now, and your best test bowlers aren't going to be your best yeah. Uh, it's, a good, bowlers. it's a good point you raise, Beards, because it's like watching the Wallabies in action versus the Australian Rugby, rugby Sevens. Sevens. Yes, correct. Yeah, they're totally different games, aren't they, Burko? Oh, they certainly are. You only have to go back to last Saturday night. So New Zealand goes out and bats with, with Finn Allen. Like, no one would know who Finn Allen is, you know, yeah. unless you're a student of the game or a New Zealander. And he's come out, he's 42 off 16 balls, just attacked our, our test lineup, bowling lineup. Yeah, you know, and really they they didn't have an answer to that. But if you've got like a Kane Richard comes in, and they, they do it all the time, they they, they use that they use the batsmen coming at them all the time in, in T20 cricket. So they they've got a, a greater skill set than what what's required to bowl at, at Test level. And no one's saying the star Hazelwood and Cummins aren't our best three quick bowlers in the country. No one's saying that. But when you look at T20 cricket, and we are slow to adapt to the T20 format. And if we won the T20 in um, in the UAE. Yeah, you know, 12 months ago. But we've got to remember, we went into that tournament ranked number five in the world. So we played mm. a really good, yeah, you know, really good couple of weeks of cricket. Won a couple of games. We got over the line with that. But, but we we do not play T20 cricket really well because we don't we have we we don't play enough of it to start with. Because our best players don't play enough of it, um, and we don't play a lot of T20 cricket around the world, even as a, as a nation, as compared to everybody else. So we just trot out the same players, you know year in, year out, and, and we got a lot of players who still play three formats of the game, and you look around that, there's not a lot of players in the top side who do play all three formats. Hey, Burko, uh, Butes has got one more question, a very oh. quick one before we go to our next break. Yeah, I just want to touch on that uh, innings from Coley uh, against Pakistan, 20, 20, what was it, 28 they needed, I think, with eight balls to go, and he got... 27 of them it was just one mighty performance and you know just goes to show why you know they refer to him as king Coley. you know how good was that that was that was just fantastic batting and just the way he paced the innings like he, mm. he said in the end i'll, I'll go take this game and, and you know what it showed to me Butch, and, and it was mentioned on the on the commentary as well is that go back and have a look through the innings and how just so you have Try and count how many shots that he played that were not regulation cricket shots. There was no fancy change of reverse sweeps, yeah. no sort of backing away, no sort of no, no ramps. No, it was just pure cricket shots, backing his ability, 
and obviously he had the power to do it, but that 60 hit to start with, they needed 28 off eight balls off the back foot of, of Harris Rails, who falls 145, 148 kilometres an hour, off the back foot, straight bat over his head for six. It's, yeah, it's, it's the first time I've ever seen it done. It was just magnificent batting, and for a bloke whose position was under scrutiny, he certainly come out and show them, and, uh, and certainly, you know, it was match winning, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I tell you, boys, there's nothing quite like seeing a batsman just absolutely tonk it. Yep. Like, with their timing, the crowd, the, the reaction. Well, the reaction, you know, this you're talking 95,000 people at the yeah. MCG the other night to watch this game. A lot of people saying it's one of the best knocks of his career. Yeah, oh, yeah. He said it was the best knock of his T20 career, no doubt about it. But yeah. I heard commentators talking about the atmosphere at the MCG. It was the equivalent of Kathy Freeman winning the Olympics yeah. in the 400 metres. Like, it was just amazing. Hey, we need to go to our next break. Burko, uh, I just want to... I know you love podcasts. You might want to check out Dermot Brereton. He's got a podcast called Conversations That Could. And a lot of it's yep. got to do with mental health. But his conversation with Neil Baum. Wow. Like, oh, yeah. you know, what, what a player. I know you're a Richmond fan, so he was a superstar back in the early 70s, and he was a real enforcer. But across his career, and he's been boned numerous times by the footy clubs he's worked for, but I think in total he's won like 11 premierships across his playing career and also his administration career. Yeah, he's a, he's a, fantastic, he's a fantastic player for Richmond, a really hard nut. Coached in, coached in Sample with success. Coached in for Melbourne, not with so much great success, but as an administrator at, at Collingwood, Geelong, and Richmond, he's been fantastic. I've listened to that podcast, but he's also got a book out, Steve, as well. It's just got, been released just recently, and uh, they tell me that that's a great read also. Yeah, good on you, Guru. Thanks for your time this morning. Enjoy Central Coast cricket this weekend. Yeah, good on you, guys. Once again, appreciate your support.